Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Extraordinary Women podcast. This is episode number 94. Well, today I'm going to talk about our femininity. Why working to continually nurture our feeling feminine? And why that is important throughout our lives, whether we are young women or women like me, uh, women of a certain age, and whether we have a partner or not. But before we step into this conversation, if you could take a few minutes and subscribe to this podcast, actually a few seconds, uh, subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you use, that would be incredible. And then you'd also automatically get notice of the podcast each week because you're like me, I'm sure you are, and you get incredibly busy. And when you subscribe, then you get notifications because we publish every single Monday. Yes, we are committed to this podcast world and we have so many interesting and fun conversations coming up that I don't want you to miss one of them. So do subscribe. Well, let's get started. You are listening to the Extraordinary Women Podcast, a podcast for the woman entrepreneur, where we have candid conversations about the journey of starting a business. You'll get valuable tips and advice as you launch yourself on your own entrepreneurial journey. I'm your host, Sherry Harmel, the editor of the Extraordinary Women Magazine Circle. And I embrace my own entrepreneurial journey as a woman of, say, a certain age. And if I can do it, ladies, so can you. I now divide my time between Paris and Boston, which fulfills my desire to create this life reimagined while building a business I love. I am so happy you are here. So let's jump right in. As a woman of a certain age, I still love feeling feminine. I think a lot of women feel like I do. But sometimes we lose our connection with our femininity. And that's a much bigger issue than most of us really think. Many of the women I interview for this podcast and for the Extraordinary Women magazine have businesses that are in some way connected to France, whether they're based in France or in the U.S. Uh, they're dealing in French products or kind of French concepts. And often, myself and these women, we will talk about the mystique of the French woman. And I'm wondering if that love for all things French is actually about women seeking a reconnection to their femininity. Interesting thought, right? Well, you clicked on this podcast, and my guess is you too are thinking about whether or not you still feel feminine. French culture celebrates women. Take Paris, for example. Paris is a very feminine city. The curves and the twists of the architecture, the love of details and accessories, you know, that little tuck or pleat here or there in a piece of clothing, that seemingly natural elegance of the French woman, very feminine. So I think part of the mystique that surrounds the French woman 
is that unlike the typical American woman, she doesn't lose her connection to her femininity as she hits a certain age. Let me share a story with you. This is a very good example. It was the first time I ever met, uh, in those days I called her Madame Cadole, but I was sitting in the Cadole Lingerie Atelier on Rue Saint-Honoré in Paris. Now, Cadole is a lingerie company that's run by multiple generations of Cadole women. It's been around since 1870, thereabouts, when Hermione Cadole created, actually created the brassiere, kind of amazing. There's a ready-to-wear side of the business, but there is also the couture side with lingerie pieces that are made just for you. Now, Poupe, as I now call her, and her daughter Patricia, currently head up the company, are two of the loveliest, smartest women I know. And I am blessed today to consider Poupe Cadot one of my very good friends. Poupe and her daughter Patricia, as well as all the Cadot women who have steered this company, show us that women can be both strong and feminine. But back to my realization that French women never lose their connection to their femininity, regardless of their age. The very first time I met Poupe, she told this beautiful story of a couple who had been to her shop that day. Really fun. First of all, the atelier, or the shop as we call it here in America, was and is beautiful. Comfy chairs. I think they were an animal print when I first met Poupe. Lots of pink, uh, deep, luxurious carpets. There's cupboards, a whole wall of cupboards that when one is opened, you can see inside these beautiful fabric-covered boxes filled with lace and satin samples. A few very special lingerie pieces are always hanging on a tiny rack that's in the room, a corner of the room. And at one end, there is a dressing area with a beautiful curtain that blocks off, um, you know, and provides a person who's trying on something a little bit of privacy. But privacy is not usually needed. In Poupe's story, there was a couple that she met with that day. And she shared how the wife went in and out of that little dressing area to where her husband was sitting in one of those comfortable chairs. Poupe smiled and said the woman thoroughly enjoyed sharing and showing her husband the various pieces that she was considering. And he equally loved, you know, experiencing this with his wife and sharing his thoughts and his ideas. And together, this couple chose just the perfect colors and pieces to show off the woman's skin and body. Now, you might be thinking, oh, sure, Sherry, this must have been a couple in their 30s. Well, you'd be wrong, very wrong. According to Poupe, they were in their early 80s. Shocking, lovely, beautiful. At the time, as I listened to the story, my eyes filled with tears because I wanted that experience, but I was sad. I had not had that kind of a marriage, 
And in that moment, I thought that a life with couture bras and silky nightgowns had passed me by. But later, while cruising on the Seine, I'm on this boat traveling up the Seine, all of a sudden it came to me and I realized that I needed to rethink my beliefs and consider doing this for myself. This wasn't about having a husband or a partner. This was about me, how I felt about myself, just myself. So I made that very first couture appointment with Pupecadol. Many bras and nightgowns and even a beautiful robe later, I want to share with you that this experience changed my long-held beliefs around the purpose of lingerie and reconnected me with my own femininity. Now, you know why I love France so much. The French culture celebrates femininity, which might also be why so many women have a love affair with France and all things French. It is possible, whether you are there in person or at home reading a book or paging through my magazine that might take you to France, that we somehow are imagining this reconnection to our femininity as we enter that world of Paris and France. And I believe this connection to femininity, though it's incredibly subtle, could explain the love affair that most American women have with France. And that love affair is that we want to feel feminine again. In France, beautiful lingerie is something a woman buys for herself, and she wears it every day, not for that special date night. Because in France, femininity and sex are two totally different discussions. Beautiful lingerie is a French woman's staple, whether she's partnered or not. But I just got ahead of myself, and you might be wondering, why? Why does connecting to your femininity even matter? Well, as women, I believe a connection to our femininity is a major contributor to our self-esteem, our self-confidence, and even our everyday mindset. If you don't believe me, I want you to try this little experiment. Get yourself a small, pretty piece of ribbon, maybe pink, or whatever your favorite color. Make a bow and figure out a way to attach it to your bra. Maybe use a tiny pin. Tell no one, tell no one about your little experiment. Now, I want you to wear that bow at least one day, and even better, wear that little bow that you've attached to your bra over several days. And throughout the day, whenever you think of it, put your hand on the spot where the ribbon is attached and use that moment to tell yourself something lovely. Something like you're a beautiful woman. You are special. You are incredibly elegant. You are a feminine woman. Now, it doesn't matter what you're wearing on the outside. You might have on a business suit, doctor scrubs, or yoga pants. Just put that little bow right on your bra. And after a few days of wearing the little bow attached to your bra and reminding yourself throughout the day of your beauty, your elegance, your femininity, 
I want you to begin to observe how that experiment made you feel. I predict that you are going to start to feel quite special. Maybe even start to fall in love with that little ribbon attached to your bra. Why? Because every day you wear it, it reminds you that you are a woman and it connects you to your femininity regardless of your age, your work life, your love life, and whether you're partnered or not. And this is new for most women, especially American women. And that is exactly what I learned from my very first Kadol bra. As women, we are problem solvers. We're caretakers. We're doers, right? Many of you ha currently have or have had very stressful jobs. Jobs that could have required you to cover up or hide any displays of femininity. Some of you have raised children, and often the children's needs made self-care a challenge. Regardless, so many women have put their femininity aside or hide it underneath work clothes or yoga pants and sports bras. In America, lingerie is often serviceable and functional, but so far away from maintaining our connection with our own femininity. And when the dust settles and the children grow older and the job isn't quite as exciting, partners leave or pass, what can happen for many of you, myself included, is that you look in the mirror and you realize you have completely disconnected from your feminine side. And that makes you sad. Now, some of us run out and get a new man. Some of us start searching for plastic surgeons. Some of us do things to try to avoid being perceived as older or, God forbid, middle-aged. Well, ladies, it's time to change that. Okay, women entrepreneurs, I want to let you know about a fabulous resource. The Extraordinary Women magazine is only $29.99 a year, and with that minimal investment, You'll receive four issues of the digital magazine, which are just chucked full of inspiring interviews, subscriber highlights, valuable tips, and ideas for you, the entrepreneur, regardless of the stage of your business. But this is a big but. This is more than just a magazine. During the year, you will have opportunities to connect with other like-minded women who are supporting each other and sharing ideas as they go along their business journey, as well as invitations to valuable workshops on topics that you need to plant or bloom or grow that business, as I call it. So go to TheExtraordinaryWomenMagazine.com and subscribe. Join this movement of women from all over the world who are creating and growing businesses. As women, our connection to our feminine side is a core ingredient to our self-esteem. And none of those surface actions are going to connect you with your very important feminine self. What about that word femininity? I keep using it, right? Well, in America, 
femininity is often correlated with looking young. Maybe that's why in America, many women desperately try to defy age rather than celebrate their ages. Anti-aging, what a word. Plastic surgery in America is all about trying to look like you did or you wish you did when you were 25. Now, some French women also choose plastic surgery. Don't, don't think they don't. But it's all about tweaks and little changes that are not drastic. No 50-year-old French woman wants to look 25. What is much more common are the many excellent Institut de Beauté all over Paris, which are the places that you go for face massages, special creams, treatments. It, they're just wonderful places. I have one in Paris that off of, oh, I'm trying to think of the name of the streets off of Rue Jacob. Um, and it's, I absolutely love it. But to quote Coco Chanel, she said, no one is young after the age of 40, but one can be irresistible at any age. Don't you love that? It's beautiful. No one is young after the age of 40, but one can be irresistible at any age. And I think that embodies the French woman's belief that she is smart, attractive, fascinating, even more so as she ages. That's part of the French culture ingrained just as strongly and just as thoroughly as America's love of youth. But for us American women, because of our culture, it takes some work. I hear from so many American women of a certain age that they feel more and more invisible as they age. But ladies, we can change this. And it starts with our own beliefs. Together, we can start a movement to change that. And the place to begin is right inside of you. But back to that question, why does reconnecting ourselves to our femininity even matter? Well, that little experiment I mentioned will help you to understand the importance of you reconnecting to your femininity. After a few days of wearing your hidden little bow, and acknowledging yourself as a woman, observe how you feel different. Maybe how you even act different. Are you walking into a room differently? Are you dressing differently? Are you taking more care to honor yourself just as you are today? Are you looking into that bathroom mirror and smiling at the face that is looking back at you? So what's changing inside of you as you embrace your femininity. The bottom line, and I firmly believe this because I've experienced it myself, is when you embrace your femininity, you will feel different, and dare I say it, more empowered. And that combination is the direct connection to increasing your self-esteem. But as I said, this might take hard work on your part. Culturally, America does not appreciate the aging woman does not embrace imperfections. America worships perfection or the image of perfection. For some reason, we Americans are possessed with the illusion of fairy tale princes and princesses. Maybe because we don't have a queen, right? Look at the Kardashian women for a moment. Some of those women don't even resemble the faces and bodies that they were born with. 
and yet they've made millions off their created faces and bodies and are adored by many. Yet none of it is real. We use photos or films with older stars and celebrities as our benchmarks, and most are photoshopped and are filtered far beyond anything resembling reality. Yet, I feel there's a quiet movement out there, a big movement, a movement to embrace and celebrate women of a certain age with realness, with interest, and femininity. And it all starts with you and how you view yourself as a woman. A few weeks ago, I had Beth Delali from Style at a Certain Age and this podcast, Style at a Certain Age, and the link will be down in the show notes. Beth created a fantastic blog that has morphed into a much bigger brand, a far beyond style, actually. Frankly, I believe she's been so successful because she herself is real. And that is something that women of a certain age want. Yes, Beth is an incredible businesswoman, but I believe her business has grown into what it is and continues to grow because all of us women of a certain age are ready to change up how aging is interpreted by our culture. So, yes, there is currently a movement towards a more positive view of aging, but it's a slow movement and sometimes it's really hard. Now we can all visit Paris and pretend for a few weeks or a few days. I've done that. But the feeling you'll have about being a woman in Paris is hard to hold on to when you return home. Unless you change up your own beliefs about femininity and aging. So it's time, ladies. It's time to embrace that we can love our own femininity regardless of our age and still be strong, empowered women, just like that little bow that you have pinned to your bra that no one else knows about. Your femininity must come from within you. It is something that you and you alone decide whether or not to embrace. But let's go back a minute to why your femininity is important and how it is connected to your self-esteem, your self-confidence, and even your mindset. What is at the foundation of self-esteem and self-confidence? Our understanding and appreciation of ourselves. Not what we want the world to see, but our true selves, the whole package. And that includes how we look at ourselves as women. Now, we've all taken the Myers-Briggs test or Strengths Finder, all of those assessments, and learned how we process information and makes decisions you know, how we make decisions that puts us in a certain, you know, particular personality type with certain gifts and talents. But we've also learned that there are downsides to overusing our strengths, right? Just a little bit of sugar is yummy, but a whole bag of it is too, too much. So what if we transpose that concept onto ourselves? Learning to balance the competent, efficient, doing selves that we are along with our feminine selves. That balance is important in every aspect of our lives. Many of you might feel incredibly self-confident in certain settings, but completely insecure in other settings. I have found that most of those insincere moments are when we disconnect 
from our feminine selves. So it's time. It's time you pay attention to your feminine self. What does she need? Ask her and then incorporate what she wants and needs into your everyday life. Let's do it, ladies. In place of that little bow that you've pinned to your bra, go to the nearest lingerie store and get fitted for a good bra. Now, not those stores where you see the bras like piled up in a huge, a huge big pile in the middle of a table. You have to go someplace where they'll actually fit you. And you, to find one of those people, you can Google bra fittings in your area. I've read that Nordstrom's does bra fittings, but I think there's a number of other shops too. There's also this interesting online company. Now, I don't know anything about it, but I thought it was really a great idea. It's called Cup, and it's C-U-U-P, and they do bra fittings virtually. So for some of you that, you know, don't have access to a shop or can't get in, um, that might be something to explore. Another thing you can do is to purchase a beautiful silk nightgown for yourself. One that you love and in a color that makes you feel beautiful. Now, it doesn't matter if you're sleeping alone. <laughs> it's important that you wear it. Now, before you say, you know, I, I don't have time. And you think that French women sit in cafes all day long. So, of course, they must have time for self-care. I want you to know that 90% of French women work outside the home. So, like the French women... Make taking care of your own femininity a priority in your life. And ladies, when you do that, I promise you, as you begin to reconnect with the feminine side of yourself, a new woman will begin to emerge. I used to say when people asked me why I spend so much time in Paris, I go to Paris because I love the woman I am in Paris. Really interesting. But now, now that I've gone through this process, I am that woman everywhere I live, not just in Paris. And I want that for you too. Take care, my friends. Thank you, everyone. And if you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to take a minute to rate our podcast on Apple Podcast or whatever platform you use and share the Extraordinary Women podcast with those friends of yours that you think will enjoy and benefit from our conversations. We've got a lot of super interesting, very fun conversations and interviews coming up. And if you subscribe to the podcast, you'll get notice when each new podcast is released. We are also busy, so it's a great reminder. Also, don't forget to join the Extraordinary Women magazine community. It's a private Facebook group. And let's support each other to be our best. Have a super week. And I can't wait for our next conversation. Bye for now.